I was recording, but my microphone was nowhere near my face. Oh. <laughs> I slid it out the way, and now it's back, and I'm recording. So we're good. A little slip and slide mic. Oh, we're ready. Welcome back to D Plus, students. I'm Dakota. I'm Andy. I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. Those and I'm like longer and longer. You gotta build up the suspense. Here's what happened I was gonna go into it with like a pirate voice. And I was like, I don't actually know what this movie's about. And if it's not about pirates, this is gonna be real weird. So I backed out of it at the last second. Can we just can we just hear your pirate version just for fun? You may not. <laughs> Damn. Maybe on the part two. Maybe on the part two. Um, <laughs> we're here today to uh, to all talk about uh, jumping ship, which is going to be our thirty first uh, review. If if we can all believe it, a couple of weeks ago our uh, roundup. Uh, came out and we discussed everything from chimpanzees to um, weather machines and and everything in between. Um, and and now we are ready to aliens like a couple of times, right? No, I think that so. Was the last one. Okay. <laughs> no, I think that there have been aliens and every because there was can of worms and then there was the bubble people, which I would say are aliens. And then and then this time with with xenon. So aliens and in, in all of the all of the groups there. Anyway. Okay. I think we've also got a serious movie in all the groups. I found a pattern. Ooh. Every 10 Ooh. movies are like, we must do a new thing. <laughs> Things that we could have talked about in the recap. <laughs> and also an, also a reoccurring theme for this movie, the Lawrence Brothers are back. There we go. We did it. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so the Lawrence Brothers are back. It's been quite a while since we've discussed a movie with the Lawrence Brothers because the last one just had... Two of them. What are their names? Horses. Horses. And also, the third one had a, the her, third one had a cameo. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he was a studded out cowboy, right? Yeah. Um, so it's Joe. It, he he's on the movie poster as Joseph Lawrence. We know him oh, as I Joey Lawrence. Their names um, are there. There's yeah, Matthew Joseph. Lawrence. The I was gonna say the medium brother, the <laughs> middle one, who was not in the in Horses. Um, and then. Andrew Lawrence, who I call Andy Lawrence. I don't know if that's a real thing or not, or just me, but <laughs> there we go. The well done brother. The well <laughs> so done. The wow. medium brother than the other well done brother. <laughs> yeah, Joey, Matthew, and I've always called him Andrew, but Andrew or Andy Lawrence. Andrew Lawrence. Andy Lawrence was also in um, The Other Me, which was a movie oh, yep, of course. that we reviewed last How could I forget? The last set. <laughs> um, and then, of course, this is Matthew Lawrence's first feature, I think, for, for yeah, first full appearance. A, yeah. For a DCOM. But, of course, by this point in time, he has already done um, Boy Meets World. So it's not yeah. that he was, like, arguably, he might even be the famous one at this point. So. Yeah, so let's get into it. I'm, I'm looking here at two different movie posters that Andy sent us. One of them looks like it's on a pirate map, which is probably <laughs> why Aaron wanted to do a pirate voice. It, so what I was thinking when I first saw it is it looks exactly like Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
I okay. get that. Oh. It reminds me of the movie poster for the yeah. Sierra, if you remember that. I think it had oh, Matthew McConaughey. I and I don't know. Either way. It looks like the Raiders of the Lost Ark poster to me. So that's what I was thinking. That makes more sense. I'm trying to think. I thought that there was a movie called Cannonball. That was like a, but that's, I've just Googled it. And that is not a, <laughs> that is not a pirate movie. That's a racing movie. Well, there's a lot of moving hair in that poster. <laughs> there's a lot, there is a strong wind. Yeah. <laughs> so I was Googling Boy Meets World because <laughs> you said that he'd already been known for Boy Meets World at this point, And I wanted to establish a timeline he, Matthew Lauren showed up in Boy Meets World in around uh, 98, um, and this movie took place in 2001. So, yes, definitely, he's well-known at this point. Uh, well, he looks older, you know? For sure. Yeah. Hey, did someone read the tagline for this movie yet? Did I miss the tagline? You have not missed the tagline. Feel free to, to go for it. Their vacation plans just got soaked. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. You should be a voice actor. You should be that movie guy, the new movie guy. So as we said, there's two uh, posters for this movie. There's one where it's like, it looks like a pirate map. It's like burned at the edges. It's it's sepia toned. And it's the three brothers looking kind of concerned, except Joey Lawrence is staring right at us. Um, <laughs> Joey Lawrence is giving us the smolder. He is. Uh, Andrew Lawrence is looking for a rescue ship. Matthew Lawrence is turned to the side, looking like the sun's in his eyes, and then just looking hot. He's got like <laughs> the PC hair going on. The the very Brink hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta bring back Brink. <laughs> he just got out of the water and he looks like hot, both like physically, like temperature wise and attractiveness wise. And then on the bottom, it like morphs into a picture of the sea with what looks like a pirate ship and someone running, most likely Joey Lawrence running. Um, with the tagline and the little decom uh, movie poster, um, and the second one, I don't is, think it looks like a pirate ship. It has like multicolored sails, and it looks decrepit. I think it looks like a pirate ship. It's a DIY ship, y'all. <laughs> um, it, and then it is Joey Lawrence running. I remember him wearing that yellow thing on his head. <laughs> and then um, the second poster is much more like. Not Deep Blue Sea, but one of what maybe a Deep Blue Sea. I don't know. One of those like beachy movies, like Jessica Alba or something that was big at Blue the time. Crash. Blue Crash, uh. maybe. Yeah, it's got uh, three like three uh, profiles of the brothers. The Joey's on top, um, with him looking into the distance with the sea in the background with the pirate ship again. Then we got Andy Lawrence in the middle with like a sepia tone, like sunset behind him, and he's giving us the look. It looks like he could be wearing a cowboy. You can't see the yeah, top of his head. Yeah, he <laughs> it looks like he's coming from. Like he, exactly like like it's a, it, it looks like he should be wearing a cowboy hat he is wearing a plaid shirt now do we know for sure that this isn't the clone <laughs> we do not we do not know this could be wilf oh my god <laughs> um and then at the bottom you got matthew lawrence and he looks goofy like he's smiling you got something with like cliff sides and water crashing behind him and this one just says jumping ship on it in less um dramatic lettering and when we showed, when I texted the photos to the group, I believe Chris said, one of these looks hilarious. Chris, I need, to know, I need to know which one you're talking about because they both look pretty hilarious to me. They are. I was talking about the, the pirate map looking one, obviously. But looking at the second one, 
Joey Lawrence looks photoshopped to the gods. (laughs) (laughs) He he has, as me and some of my friends say in the Instagram Facetune times, he looks like he has had the humanity photoshopped out of him. Or tuned out of him. (laughs) He looks like a Sim character. He's had the humanity tuned out of him. Yeah, he almost looks animated in there. (laughs) It's it's the angry eyebrows for me. Oh, yeah. And then Matthew Lawrence just looks goofy as all heck. (laughs) Andrew looks great on both movie posters. He does. He looks up. Although he is giving us the smolder in the second one, mm. which seems very strange. Like they've got all three different expressions on the 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 like movie-ish poster and then on the pirate ship poster. They all look fairly appropriate except for Joey Lawrence who's just giving us a look. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Matthew didn't know that they were taking the photo. It was just like hanging out on set like <laughs> Yeah, he didn't show up for the photo shoot that day. So they just had to get him, like, on on set real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who here has seen this one? I have. I have. I probably have, but I mostly just remember it being advertised to me. I don't know that I actually remember, like, real plot. I I have not seen it. I don't remember the plot either. I know that I watched it because I can't imagine that I didn't watch it. And looking at the... At the information, like at the bottom, I'm remembering some points. It also says their vacation plans just got soaked, obviously. So, like, <laughs> that that obviously... I mean, I don't think I'm going to be spoiling anything that a man's running down the beach. There's a DIY boat. Um, <laughs> and it looks like there's a, a treasure map. And it says their vacation plans got soaked. This is a shipwreck scenario, right? Like, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's called Jumping Ship. So, yeah, I don't think that it's that it's spoiling anything or giving anything away that the movie posters are not already. Um, <laughs> and so I remember that situation, but I, I don't know that I remember the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we, uh, at the end of the Jenny project, we said we were going to watch this next. And I think Dakota and I texted about this on the side <laughs> being like, is yeah, this what happens? Cause I feel like I remember this and I feel like we were pretty on point with it. But uh, for the most part, I do. I've definitely seen this movie I can remember, like, a little bit of, like, certain scenes, just, like, the look of it all. But for the most part, I can't remember, like, the full context of the film. So, well, let's, uh, I guess Aaron should go first. What do we think happens in this movie, or what do we think it's about? I don't know that you want me to go first. (laughs) (laughs) I've already already said everything I have to say about it, I think. Yeah, I was like, well, you're the one with the least amount of knowledge, so I thought, like, maybe maybe you should go first. But we all are kind of on the same boat, it sounds like. All right, so there are three brothers. One of them's gone away to college. Obviously, it's the older one. Um, (laughs) They don't hang out a lot, so they decide to go on vacation together. So they're like on the boat and they're drinking Sambuca and they're partying (laughs) and suddenly uh, pirates attack the boat. And so they they have to get away. So they they jump off the ship and they swim to an island only to discover that the island is in fact the hideout of the pirates. And um, there's one crazy pirate with like a really inconsistent accent. (laughs) He's... uh, you know he kidnaps the kidnaps all of them uh the older brother is trying to set the other two free and um 
is killed in the process. <laughs> so the other two this, brothers uh, make a revenge pact. On this, I want to confirm. On this decom, you're saying that the <laughs> oldest Lawrence brother dies in this Disney Channel original movie. Yes. Um, because, of course, he wore a red shirt. Never a good thing. Oh, yeah, true. Um, so then he he gets killed, and the other brothers team up to fight against the pirates and like ruin their drug-slash-bootleg DVD <laughs> operation. But in doing so, he has to... Like, he's left with a choice whether to betray the other brother, who he subtly suspects maybe set the whole thing up. Um, But also, potentially, it could just be, like, that he's paranoid because of everything that's happening. (laughs) And he has, like, a lot of internal angst. And But in the end, it all works out, and they're saved by, like, a passing cruise ship or something. (laughs) But one brother is still dead. <laughs> and there's like a just a lot of reggae music. <laughs> and one of them gets like a bunch of tattoos, like a whole sleeve of tattoos. Oh my God. And it's never explained how he got these on the island. He just like, he how did. long are they on the island for? I don't know. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere from a couple of days to two weeks. <laughs> and in this time a mother goes mad someone someone dies and a plethora of tattoos appear i like it <laughs> it's action-packed this movie sounds dope <laughs> uh, for the record this is the plot of the game uh far cry 3 that i have <laughs> this is not an original aaron work <laughs> oh i see <laughs> i don't know how we go pra- go on from that <laughs> I think Aaron just like, I mean, do we even need to watch the movie, you know? I, I think he painted such a vivid picture. Well, I think that we're at a point where we're all going to step away and, and watch the movie and we're going to be back and we'll see just how accurate Aaron's assumption is. I think that's a good call because I have <laughs> no idea what we're doing. <laughs> we're going to take a step away. We're going to go watch Jumping Ship and we'll be right back. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Andy dropping in once again to say thank you so much for tuning into this episode of D Plus Students. Again, I do apologize. It's even later than we thought it was going to be. Things got a little nutso at work for all of us, Um, especially me. My schedule like just backed up on me and I did not have time to edit. Um, But hopefully it was worth the wait. I had a lot of fun with this movie and with this episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. As always, I want to say thank you to our friend Mike Rogers for the creation and use of our theme song, as well as our friend Rue for our artwork. You can find Rue on Instagram at the handle at rootbeer, that's R-U-E-T-B-E-E-R, and I totally recommend checking them out. Now, we don't have a ton of stuff to talk about today. Just once again, hoping everybody is safe. Uh, You know, we're still in a pandemic. Things are still nutso. But take care of you. And uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey. I can't believe this is our 31st episode. And Chris has been with us for over a year. That is wild to me. Um, But again, thank you so much for, for being here and for making this happen with us. 
Just a reminder, we do have an Instagram and it is D plus students. Uh, that's it. D P L U S students. You can check us out on there. Chris mainly runs our social media, um, but we are all available on there for you guys. If you like, we are trying to be better at posting. Uh, thank you so much. If you've joined us on there, we love talking to the people that have reached out to us so far. Um, now, the song you're about to hear is called Fun by Skinny Bone Jones. Um, unfortunately, I was able to find it in the credits, but I wasn't able to find a clean track to um, sample for you guys. So we do have the, the sound that's in the movie, which does mean there's also some audio layered on top of it. Uh, but it's great and I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, so without further ado, I'm gonna let you get back to Jumping Ship. Thanks. Welcome back from the break. Uh, we're all here to discuss Jumping Ship. Um, I'm really excited because I watched this movie hmm, two weeks ago, I think. Uh, we watched <laughs> it basically as soon as we got done recording the last one, so it's going to be kind of fun to, to remember. <laughs> so I have watched this movie twice uh, because ah. I watched it a while ago, like you said, and I have some hot takes, <laughs> and I figured <laughs> I would rewatch it with my hot takes, and I think I'm right, <laughs> and I'm going to let you know right now, I take no criticism. <laughs> uh, so I'm happy to go through with the synopsis if you guys want, but I'm giving you that heads up. <laughs> well, uh, Aaron or Chris, either one of you guys want to take the synopsis? Not I, because it's been a long time. Um. Uh, my throat hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners, I hope that everyone here has caught on to the fact that Chris has not done a single song. <laughs> and he's been a part of this podcast for over a year. <laughs> so we see the younger one, whose name I absolutely remember. It's going to come to me in just a second. Andy, Andy, maybe... <laughs> Maybe for all of our sakes. Do do you actually want to do it though? Because I can I can help you out with the names. I've got all the websites open if you'd like to do it. I don't. I don't want to. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. Okay. You caught me. <laughs> all right. So surprise! This is a sequel that we didn't know existed. This is um, a sequel to Horse Sense. Starring the Lawrence brothers again. The youngest one is uh, played by Andrew Lawrence, and he is Tommy, the younger cousin from the ranch. And then there is Joey Lawrence playing uh, Michael, the older cousin from the, I don't know, privileged life from L.A., yeah. So, surprise, it's still exactly them, and they have bonded over the last year or so about that the last movie took place, and they are planning a vacation together. They're going to go to a big fancy resort, 
And Michael has decided to surprise Tommy by taking him on a private yacht, just the two of them, to go fishing before they meet up, I'm, I think, with other people at the resort. So he was like, it's going to be a thing, just the two of us, and it's going to be great. We find out that Tommy's mom, who um, the, the dad had died off screen in the last movie, is now possibly dating somebody, a fellow farmer. And Tommy has very mixed feelings about this um, and is just like... Hey, mom, he's hitting on you, and no. Um, and she just tries to convince him that he's a nice person and that he's not trying to replace his dad. They're just being friendly to each other. So then they meet up uh, at, a, I think, the airport, and they are in matching ridiculous suits that I'm sure Dakota will talk about. <laughs> Huge lapels looking completely out of place. They get out of a limo. And Michael starts, you know, flashing his cash, uh, tipping big, talking about, you know, all the fun they're going to do on their private yacht and then at the resort and immediately becomes a target and gets pickpocketed. When they are trying to find their yacht, uh, their private yacht, they stumble into like all of these fancy yachts that are like, nope, this ain't, we did not charter you, so get off our boat. And they find this, like, incredibly dinky-looking boat called the Tiffany. And it is run by Captain Jake, a.k.a. Matthew Lawrence, the middle brother. And it seems like it's kind of a a scam uh, that he uh, said it was a big fancy yacht and uh, took his money and he's not offering refunds. So they're just like, well, I guess we'll get on. They get on this rinkety boat, um... Joey and Matthew or Michael and Jake, I think, are their, their other names. <laughs> so many white boy names. Um, <laughs> Michael and Jake immediately dislike each other. Uh, Jake doesn't like that Michael is so privileged and so spoiled. And uh, Michael thinks that Jake is a con artist and uh, is a bad businessman. And Tommy's just kind of like there to make the best of it. So he still wants to fish and still wants to swim and play. Michael gets incredibly seasick, and while he's, like, off feeling ill, uh, Jake and Tommy kind of bond over, uh, Jake says that his dad kind of left him the boat, um, and he tells Tommy stories about, like, gold and hidden treasure and pirates, and uh, Michael thinks that he's just being, like, um, showing off and making up stuff, and Tommy thinks he's really cool. And then what do you know at the pickpocketers that uh, got Michael's wallet find out he's very rich and are, in fact, pirates. So they know what boat he's on and start trying to, like, run them off, like, run, run them aground and take them over. And Jake's like, I'm familiar with these pirates. They don't take prisoners. Um, they want your ransom and they will kill you. So his idea is to strand them on an island um, and he would come back for them once they've, uh, once he lost the pirates. And, of course, the, Tommy and... And Michael are now, like, trying to make a living on the island. They build a a lean-to, and they're trying to hunt, and they're bad at it. So they're just, like, eating leaves and coconuts and getting pelted on by the rain because their lean-to isn't, like, strong enough. And they're just trying to survive, and they think that Jake left them. And then, lo and behold, Jake is on the island, and he says he had to sink his boat um, because he couldn't uh, outrun the pirates. So that was his way of dealing with that and he was going to help them escape on like a little uh raft and then they would get to i don't know live again (laughs) they would they would be rescued um 
And again, Jake and Michael completely butt heads. Uh, neither one wants to respect the other's authority of like Tommy's older cousin and now kind of caregiver versus the captain. Um, and they still don't like each other. And Tommy ends up choosing to go with Jake um, because Jake says he has water and food and knows how to survive. But Michael is too proud and doesn't. So you see them like bonding and learning from each other and Tommy learning how to fish and hunt. And then Michael rescues them from a crocodile um, and kind of gains Jake's respect. And they kind of all come together and start planning. So they're like sewing um, their clothes that have washed up into a raft and they're creating um, a sail. And along the way, they like share a bunch of heart to hearts about their dads and how Tommy wishes he'd been nicer to mom's boyfriend because um, he wants him to know her to know that like he supports her choices and is scared that like if something were to happen to him, she's going to get really depressed because obviously she's already lost her husband and he's worried about her and Michael is making her feel better, him feel better. And it's all kind of like touchy feely and very sweet. And then they see a plane and they have one flare that they were saving. And when Jake is away, like, gathering stuff they see the plane and Michael shoots off the flare to get their attention not realizing that the plane is too high up and cannot see them so he gets really pissed but of course the pirates never stopped looking for the the rich boy so he they see the flare and they come up and capture them um they escape except for Tommy who did not and they're kind of using Tommy as a ransom and then Jake and Michael bond and they create a plan where Michael pretends that he found gold and he will trade the gold for Tommy's life while Jake goes to like get the boat and the pirate boat and save Tommy and they're going to escape together. Michael gets chased, almost gets shot a bunch, um, has to jump off a mountain, but then meets up with everybody else on their boat that they have successfully taken over. And they make their way out into the water and they call the Coast Guard and they're rescued, and the pirates are arrested, and Michael gets a reward money for the pirates and puts it into creating, buying a new boat and creating a business with Jake where they're going to run their own charter business, and Michael's going to take the job with his, at his dad's office as a clerk so he can learn responsibility. The end. Woo! There was so much info there. I'm so sorry that came out really wild, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did a great job. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good rundown. So I think you definitely hit all the highlights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay, can we talk about how this is basically the same exact movie as Sense? <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of my critiques is that Michael literally learned absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like at the end of Horse Sense, it seemed like he had some growth and like he was going to help out at the farm and that's where he was going to learn the responsibility and like get in touch with his extended family and all of that. And he starts the movie out the same exact way he left or started the first movie out. You know, the rich guy not doing anything and just ignoring his cousin as they try to bond together. I actually think he starts out potentially even worse because at this point he's had the first experience of, oh, I know what hard work is and I know what it's like on the farm. So you know that he brings that up like at at parties or in college. Well, this one summer I spent on the farm and so I'm not like (laughs) other people. I actually understand the value of hard work, right? Uh, So true. 
<laughs> it was really funny watching him talk about like, oh, he's planting these things and he's so happy about his his little farm or his little garden that he's got going on. And like it pans out and there's a gardener doing the work, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yes, I absolutely agree with you, Chris. It's the same movie, only Michael even more sufferable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, Matthew Lawrence, Jake basically just took the part of like the farmhand slash horse in this movie (laughs) 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 and tried to help him figure out responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. It starts out and uh, he doesn't have a job and it's the summer and he's going to go enjoy with this girl and he spends the entire first part of their boat trip on the phone yeah he's trying to get a job because his dad gave him the ultimatum that like if he didn't have a job by the end of the summer then he was going to start as a file clerk so then he spends yeah like the first half of his vacation with supposed to be only tommy where they two bond together uh on the phone with like his friends trying to get their like parents to hire him so he doesn't need to be a file clerk (laughs) Okay, but summer's like eight or 12 weeks long. He's only going to be in Australia for like two weeks. So he could have done it when he got home. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know if there's a time jump or not. And I only Mm -hmm. know this because, again, like I said, I did watch this twice. I just watched it again. I don't know if there's a time jump between the ultimatum and the cruise. It doesn't really see or the yacht charter. It doesn't really seem like it. However, when they're on the boat, Tommy straight up goes, well, why'd you wait to the last minute? And Michael's like, Mm -hmm. you're right. I did, and it's my yeah. fault, and I'm ruining our time together. So, like he, like, like you said, he's he's grown in terms of Tommy, but not necessarily in general responsibility. So, like he he does like agree with Tommy that he's he's ruining their time together, and that it's not Tommy's fault, and he will stop uh, taking all these phone calls while on their private vacation. Right. Um, something I would like to talk about is what's the youngest Lawrence brother's name? Andrew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, why does this man do the same dumb face <laughs> that he looks at all like he's supposed to pretend that he's happy or kind of just happy-go-lucky? And he does this thing where he just stands there kind of awkwardly and does this, like, smile where he has half his mouth open. It's and a very just, confused, I, happy look. <laughs> yes, it's it's been in every single one of the movies, including the other me that we have watched that he has starred in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just think, I just love his dumb face. I think it's funny. So. It's actually because it's secretly uh, the clone Wilf. Yeah. <laughs> He's back. I think I, I think I said this during that episode, but you know, some faces is just that's how I like I how I identify you now. I identify Andrew Lawrence as the clone because that that made sense to me. <laughs> so like that's just who he is talk about a couple of different things i really think chris like really summed it up quite nicely that it's just the same movie a second time so so random but just on that note when i was looking for my my reference pages prior to this phone call i just googled jumping ship which i hadn't done in the last few weeks and it just said also known as horse sense (laughs) 2 and i was like is it really is it really (laughs) 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 <laughs> but yeah, all of like the Google and the wiki was just like jumping ship, also known as Horse Sense 2. And I'm like, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they call this one Boat Sense. <laughs> it would have been so much better 
if there was horse pirates, I think this would be a great movie. Horse pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to talk about the fashion in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, and how absolutely terrible the powder <laughs> blue, periwinkle blue suits with the dark blue tropical print that absolutely this absolutely could have been a polynesian resort cast member costume <laughs> in 1974 yep it was very saturday night fever <laughs> it yes yes i mean um the the shirt is actually not that bad it's it's a little bit of a wild kind of like navy blue with white um print right mm-hmm. if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken yeah but it's very resort wear yeah um but i mean like you know you go on a cruise you're you're when in rome so like i i i could see and people would wear that now but the fact that they donned this like very blue suit um, and both of them wore matching suits. I think that's, it's very funny because I just don't think that, what's Andrew Lawrence's character name? I can't think of it. Tommy. Tommy. Tommy is like, Tommy wants to be like his uncle, but Tommy doesn't want to wear this stupid suit. But he looks <laughs> so happy to be wearing the suit. And I thought that that was kind of weird that there was no bit about like, come on, Tommy, we got to like look the part, you know, and yeah. like him hyping him up or something like that. No, they just step out of the limo and there, there's Tommy in this stupid suit. <laughs> Not only that, completely unbuttoned. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing. <laughs> is, that, is that it's like 1970s, absolutely. Down to like, mm, they should all be wearing gold chains. And like, <laughs> it's definitely down past like the, the, the chest bone. Like, <laughs> with this very flayed open, very, very, like oversized lapel. Like the oh, shirt huge lapels. lapels are way huger like <laughs> like so much so that it's not a shirt it doesn't look like a shirt anymore it is specifically this this open collar look <laughs> like if you buttoned it you would look like a clown yeah <laughs> anyway i will say at a later point because spoiler the captain finds that jake he finds the 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 suitcase and he puts on one of these shirts um towards the end of the movie um looks hot on him you yep. just have to like rip the sleeves <laughs> off that yep. thing and just like kind of leave it kind of like the bare chest minus the suit jacket and with the sleeves ripped off and with a ruggedness pretty hot. Yeah. No, that was um that was a look and it was a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was there was the joke with it too where Michael sees him wearing his shirt. He goes, "Is that my shirt? That's a $200 shirt. You just ripped the sleeves off of it." He goes, "Well, I guess it's a $100 shirt now." <laughs> like, that's a good joke. That's a solid joke. Uh speaking of fashion, Dakota, yeah. you should probably be really happy because there was a lot of use of um bandanas slash do rags in this (laughs) (laughs) it's such a bad look yellow yellow of all colors they put him like i don't understand the costuming for this movie like i understand that they're supposed to look kind of like disheveled because they're on a they're stranded on an island but like jake just looks hot and everything that he has on this red shirt that's got kind of like the collar cut out of it hot 
the shirt with the sleeves cut off hot Matthew Lawrence just looks plump out away and everything. Yeah, he looks very confused. And also, like, again, like you said, they're supposed to look disheveled. He never does. Like, he just, no. he, looks, he looks so, his makeup is perfect. He's got, like, no wrinkles. Yeah, the clothes are a little, like, busted. But they're all so clean. He's wearing white pants on the beach at one point. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Right. After surviving a shipwreck and presumably being on the island for a couple of days, those pants are white. <laughs> like, how yeah. is that possible? He's, well, he's looking like hot in this like muscle shirt. Jake has on another shirt that he's ripped the sleeves off of at that point. And then, and then Tommy's wearing like jeans, right? And, mm-hmm. and like a white yeah. shirt underneath a button down. Michael's wearing, like, a very tight green shirt at one point, too. And I'm like, how many times did you guys get to change your costumes to be stranded on this? Right? Especially since you didn't even find your suitcase till like, halfway through the week. And then you started selling it together for a sale. How many did you save? How many were available to you? And absolutely, the sale is just, like... It looks like a patchwork quilt. And there's absolutely no way that all of them are wearing these colors. Because... Uh, yeah they are extremely bright patterned like things that make it look obvious that they're different pieces of fabric and you're like Mm -hmm. right where did these all come from and also i'm not gonna say the boys don't know how to sew but where did they get the thread what did they use right (laughs) i don't think they had enough time to make sinew so (laughs) so yeah something else i would like to point out Cargo shorts. Okay. Mm. Why is Matthew Lawrence wearing cargo shorts? Because his character would never own cargo shorts and would <laughs> not have worn them to the beach ever on any Joey? kind of excursion. That's what I mean, Joey. Mm. Okay. I was like, Matthew would, <laughs> I think. I don't Which know. Which one's the oldest one? Joey? Ma- Joey. Joey is old. Joey, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Joey Lawrence's character would absolutely have never, ever worn these. He wore. He showed up in a $200 shirt <laughs> underneath his suit, you know, on a beach excursion. Yeah. On like a charter excursion. So the, the fact that this man, like, the, the theory is that he's wearing this yellow undershirt, right? And then he has to wrap that around his head for protection at some point. But then still looks perfect. Never gets sunburned. Only has to like he has the like the most toned tan ever. Mm. Yes, like it is not blotchy in the least. That man's makeup was perfect. (laughs) Um, and and all he did is roll up his sleeves on his khaki colored obnoxious Hawaiian shirt, and then (laughs) like is wearing cargo shorts. Like, that's the most unrealistic thing I think of this entire movie, is that <laughs> this man has cargo shorts. That's the problem you had? <laughs> <laughs> the end fashion is also whack, okay? <laughs> yes. I don't understand <laughs> why they put this poor middle brother in this, like, dopey Hawaiian-looking shirt. Everyone else at the table... And like it's not like they rescued him and brought him to another uh, like a uh, another place. They're still in Australia, mm-hmm. and this man wasn't wearing this type of thing like when we started and when we saw him. He was wearing these hot sun drenched t shirts that looked very threadbare. And that that's he doesn't have a lot because he's poor and hot and very busy with I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, they got off the island. They're like, we're going straight to the mall yeah, my, to get Michael, outfits. Michael took them shopping. <laughs> to the, but, but to the store that's the most quintessential island shirt right. in Australia. But then Tommy is wearing an orange plaid shirt that looks like his mom brought it from him, for him from the ranch. <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> and uh, and and the oldest brother is wearing... I can't remember any of their names. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and the oldest brother is wearing a, a shirt at the end that's a button-down with very short and very tight sleeves, which is on par. He likes so, a tight fit. <laughs> that's, my, uh, that's my fashion review. Okay. Does anyone else have any other opinions about that? I have a lot of them apparently today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything fashion related. However, the ending of the movie is kind of a trip to me because <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, we learned a lot, blah, 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 blah. We're, I was able to, with the money we got from turning in the pirates, they let me buy the pirate's boat. Well, first of all, that boat is almost absolutely definitely stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, they uh, he's like, all right, well, here's what's going to do. We're all going to be partners in this charting, chartering this boat, except for we're going back to America and you're just going to stay here and be the one who works and does everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like he learned a lesson. He just like... <laughs> <laughs> he got a side hustle where someone else does all of the labor. They're going to split this business three ways in which one of them works the business. <laughs> yep. Yep. And Joey uh, slash Michael has decided he will be a file clerk to learn the lawyering business from the ground up as they were talking about. But ex- oh, you're very right about that. It just feels so silly because I feel like that's just another one of like a quick rich scheme by michael and doesn't really show growth he's like sorry dad you know how i spent all that money on the vacation and then got our credit card stolen i'm starting a business and you're like what (laughs) and you're just like this is gonna go great he's gonna run it right right hey guys hey guys um Mm -hmm. i seemed to remember that i read about because you know you take a a dive down the wikipedia (laughs) pages as one does. Um, and I remember Googling these guys a couple of years ago just because I didn't, I couldn't remember what had happened. And I used to love the show Brotherly Love. And that's what I was trying to talk to to Aaron about at one point in time. I forgot that Matthew Lawrence married Cheryl Burke, who is like a Dancing with the Stars professional, professional dancer. Mm-hmm. She also uh, did Dance Moms, if you, if you aren't familiar with that. Anyway, but... I'm scrolling down the list of things that he's done in his life. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And he he guest starred on Melissa and Joey. And he went back and guest starred on Boy Meets World. uh, And I mean, Girl Meets World um, and reprised uh, the role of Jack Hunter. Um, Then there's a little button here called Music Career. Uh It says, in 2017, Matt started a band with Joey and Andy called Still Three. They released their debut single, Lose Myself. 2017, guys. That wasn't that long what? ago. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you oh, listen to it? No, I just read this just now. Oh, this my is, God. This is my live reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very concerned. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so no. We, so maybe we take a break in a minute. And we'll, oh, we'll no. <laughs> I would like to revisit the comment that 
2017 wasn't that long ago in 2020. <laughs> what? In 2021? 2021, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. I mean, I still think I'm 19 sometimes. So, I'm, And in comparison to this movie, like I, I figured she was going to say around the time of the original Drobros. Right. And Hanson. Right. Oof. That's a that's a feel. That's a that's, that's I'm so nervous. <laughs> it's a it's an interesting thing. Um yeah. Let's see what else about the movie. Yeah, who has any like other extreme feels or feels of any kind? So there's this one scene I just want to talk about real quick. There's like this there's a storyline where um because Joey got his uh wallet stolen, he can't pay for the the boat ride to Australia. Mm-hmm. So uh, Matthew Lawrence takes his watch as collateral. Um, later on, there's a scene where they have like a nice heart to heart. And Matthew is like, you know what? I'm going to give you your watch back. Like, it's a really nice thing or whatever. Um, however, the way that they were talking to each other and the music that was playing in the background, this was giving me... Um, motocross vibes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is this is my hot take. Um, okay. This is an enemies to lovers story about yes. gay dads because they're Tommy's dad now. Like I don't. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? Because they're brothers in real life. And but the characters are not too related. Much for me to handle, I can't the do it. The characters are not related, and that is the thing <laughs> because <laughs> they, who this is this is fanfic for the Lawrence brothers. Like whoever wrote <laughs> this had such a hard on for them because <laughs> there, there was definitely some tension here. Like I bet you that there is fanfiction. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> there, ha- there has to be. So yeah, this is this is an enemies to lovers story about them <laughs> becoming gay dads, learning to um, bond with their son Tommy, and then they open a business together. A nice family this business. Is, <laughs> this is this is a, a gay love story. <laughs> uh, Michael slash Joey Lawrence even breaks up with his girlfriend on the boat via phone. Yes. <laughs> He starts bonding with Tommy and understanding Jake, and then he calls his girlfriend and says that they can't meet in Australia anymore. <laughs> he... Oh, my God. <laughs> I was my... so conflicted. I was so conflicted. No, okay, I was like, the scene was so good in motocross, but I couldn't handle it here. was so intense. And <laughs> yeah. even, like, he goes, like, I want you to have it, and, and uh, Jake's like, no, I can't take that, man. And he was just like, no. I want you to have it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then later at the very end, I cackled. I wish I was recording this like <laughs> I was the lake scene from Motocross, but I didn't uh-huh. see it coming. And I cackled so hard. At the very end, he goes, um, I want to start this business. What do you say? And Tommy's like, I'm in. What are you, are you going to do it? And his Jake's, Captain Jake's answer is, I do. I absolutely do. Oh and my then God. Michael goes, then that's a partnership. And I'm like, y'all just got married. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> uh, another fun fact, because I'm reading all their Wikipedia pages. Uh-oh. Joey Lawrence met his second wife, of which he's filed for divorce in July 2020. Um, rip. 
<laughs> romance. Oh. Um, but he met his second wife, Chandy Eon Nelson, on vacation at Disney World. Okay, look. <laughs> Guys, so there's hope for me yet. <laughs> the number of times that I went on vacation convinced that I was going to meet the love of my life on vacation. And, like, the number of cruises that I went on, and I was like, I this is it. I'm not going to know anybody in my small town. I'm absolutely going to meet the person that I'm going to marry on this cruise ship, and we're going to fall madly in love and be together forever. Okay, now, I'm reading this. Also, JoJo Siwa met her girlfriend that she has, and she just, you know, came out a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Her girlfriend on a cruise ship. On a cruise oh ship. God. Like, on vacation. Anyway, apparently that's how people meet each other. I'm going to go back to Googling, um... <laughs> keep 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 discussing the movie. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it's a hallmark hallmark yeah. movie in real life. It's, it's it's a it's a gay enemies to lovers fanfic love story. It just is. I watched it again with that knowledge, and I was like, no, this tracks. <laughs> this absolutely <laughs> tracks. <laughs> and I will say also, like. Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh, oh dear! Uh, oh dear! <laughs> yes, <Okay>? Dakota. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I think this means we hit pay dirt. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold. It's called. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't clicked on it yet. But it's called. You know, I'd always come for you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Jumping ship fanfic. Oh my it's god. Called, you know, it's, <laughs> it's called. You know, I'd always come for you. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I don't know if it's gay oh. or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tea, so probably not. But oh man, I'm gonna keep looking. Oh, <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it to be there. Sorry. <laughs> There's fanfic for everything. Yes, there is. What what rule is that? Yeah. Rule twenty three or something ridiculous? Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 but it's true. <laughs> it is. This is this is a love story, and I take no criticisms. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree completely. <laughs> I knew someone would, and also, so I um, I went back. Like I said, I so I watched the movie twice, and also I listened to our horse sense episode just to kind of like get another feel for it. And it also made me laugh so hard because Aaron. When the Ma- when Matthew had a surprise cameo where he just looks up Joey up and down at the airport, you didn't know they were brothers, and you thought that cowboy was hitting on him. I did. <laughs> and now it's canon. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so since, Ooh. He, since it is the sequel, is that the same person? Was that Jake at the airport? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> they put that scene in and there. And that's why there's this tension. A little Easter egg. They were setting that up. <laughs> this was the okay, long con fanfic, all along. <laughs> this fanfic is called Sink or Swim. It says, "Okay, listen. This is the this is like the the preemptive thing. It says, okay, I know another fic for another fandom that no one is interested in, barring the friends that I forced to watch the movie while I was writing this. To whom I owe thanks. And yeah, the three main actors are all played by the Lawrence brothers, but they're not playing brothers. So ha, not weird." <laughs> yep, that's right. You're correct, madame. 
was almost weird, and then it took a swerve into totally. Weird. <laughs> Still a little weird. I have no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> they are both very sexy in this movie. Matthew is like always shirtless in not that anybody's out of shape, but like he's definitely the most toned and he's bossing people around in a captain's hat. Why not? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a weird pirate story. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like your segue. The Taco Bell near our house. The speaker <laughs> where you order the food is broken. Okay. Um, so there's a person standing outside. You give your order to. They punch it in in the little iPad. And then they take your initials. You go up to the window. Drive up to the window. They confirm the initials. And they give you your food. So it took a really long time. I forgot I had given my initials to the person with the iPad. I pulled up to the window. I rolled up the door and the woman working the counter looked at me and was like, AR. And I was stunned for a minute because I thought she was doing a weird pirate thing, right? (laughs) And And Dakota answered. She was like, "Uh, yeah, that's us. And I was like, oh, oh shit. I forgot all about that. So the other day I recently went back and I gave them my initials AR and I pulled up to the window and it was finally the same person. <laughs> she was like, AR. And I was like, aye, aye, captain. <laughs> she looked at me for a second. And then she handed me my drink and was like, your food will be ready in a minute. And I realized that she had a speech impediment. Oh and my God. Aaron, what the hell? (laughs) Guys, in case you didn't know, Aaron is an asshole. I thought we were doing a thing. (laughs) So this is why why Aaron is banned from Taco Bell. (laughs) What is very funny is being married to Aaron. And when you've been married this long or been together this long and just being like an intuitive human like I am, <laughs> um, I know a lot of what Aaron's thinking before he says it out loud. <laughs> and so I watched this whole thing play out from the passenger seat. Not the second part, but the, the first day that we were there together. Um, I watched this all play out. Like, I heard him give his initials. I said to myself, he's not going to remember that (laughs) by the time we get to the the window. Then we got to the window, and she said, AR. And she did say it. Like, the R had a little bit of a length to it. And I was like, whoa, pirate. Like, in my head, you know? (laughs) Then I saw Aaron be confused. (laughs) remember and i knew he wasn't going to remember so then i'm like yeah that's us and then i have to listen to aaron tell me about how he's confused about the whole thing and i've already figured this all out in my brain and i'm like yes i know i know the situation oh my god very impressive it is very funny that's hilarious Uh, in case you're wondering there are three bless you there are three jumping ship uh fanfics and i'm not going to read them to know but one, well, one says angst and romance, so, you know, maybe. 
The difference. But, oh, it's slash. Okay. I found it. <laughs> it says the difference between lonely and alone. Aww. Yep. Yep. In which Jake finds it absolutely absurd he misses Michael, given all the chaos that caused him and stepping foot on his boat. Yep. Found it for you guys. <laughs> Had to exist somewhere. This movie was too gay for it not to exist. <laughs> is this a new segment we're doing? Is this fanfic corner? Is it, gay it really or not? should be, to be honest. <laughs> the only rating I ever need is not gay enough. <laughs> Did I know that I needed to prepare in in also looking at movies through the guise of feminism that I also needed to see what fanfics were out there for each movie? I did not. But you know what? I'm happy to oblige. So. <laughs> but no, for serious, this is a very gay movie and I am so about it. It's way better than Horse Sense. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I like Horse Sense. I better. love Horse Sense. I like Horse Sense better because it's the first movie, even though it has animals and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the original movie, so it's not just a knockoff retelling. Yeah, but this one has gay love in it, so it's better. And lots of abs. Lots of abs. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about how in this movie there was a weird, like, cannibal uh, temple? <laughs> yes. Right. We see several times they're all like, oh, well, that's scary. Yeah, they found a cave with shrunken heads, and that's one of the tales that uh, Jake was telling Tommy about that Michael thought was made up. He was like, no, no, there's no cannibals here. And Jake's like, but there were. And then they find a cave with a bunch of shrunken heads in it. And they also use that cave to lure the pirates. And the girl pirate, the one that initially pickpockets him, is like apparently super superstitious, even though this never comes up before or after. She's like, I know exactly what these caves are. They're headhunter caves. We can't go in there. They're evil. And I'm like, oh, this is the most uh, depth you've had this entire time. I'm just perusing to see if this has made the list of feminism, but I don't think right. so. Probably I've made not. it down to Luck of the Irish. Honestly. And I don't think it's it's more feminism-based than Luck of the Irish, right? Probably not. The only female characters are the the female pirate. I think the mom's in there for like two seconds. Andrew and Lawrence's mom. Yeah, and there's a supermodel that uh, Michael dreams about. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that scene. I forgot that part of the movie. <laughs> Can we talk about how this winds up being a wild pig that's, like, nibbling on his <laughs> And then he's still like, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. We need to find something to eat. <laughs> like, it's kind of right there. Like, it chose you. <laughs> it chose you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, just more gay, during this <laughs> fantasy scene, he's being rescued by this supermodel who's, of course, running on the bikini, on the beach in a bikini, because um, she's here doing a photo shoot, and she's going to rescue them. Um, but she goes, are the other guys that you're trapped with as cute as you? And you see him think about it for, like, a really hard second. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's picturing Captain Jake. <laughs> <laughs> And, <laughs> like he's like mm, mm, no and you're maybe. like mm, but maybe no and he's like no they're not and she's like okay <laughs> but he has conflict there for a second he does not know how to answer this question he was trying to figure out how to work a three-way out of this <laughs> he's like hmm <laughs> This could work. <laughs> hey, how old do you think Tommy is? Because this is uh, 
kind of a weird point of contention. Yeah, I would like to preface this by saying in no way are we saying that Tommy is involved in this gay love affair. <laughs> no, no, he's God, their son. No, no, no. Yeah. He's their son. <laughs> this whole thing and about Tommy absolutely... learning to let go of, not let go of his dad, but not be so guilty about other men in his mom's lives. And surprise, they don't need any other men in his mom's life. He's got two dads. <laughs> Tommy is not to be implicated at all. He is a precious BB. But Maybe absolutely... an alien clone? Don't know. <laughs> oh. But absolutely the oldest, Lawrence, brother, Joey Lawrence. Oh, I mean, he would absolutely. Okay, no, m- let me say that. The character here is playing, not him. I don't know. I don't think that, man. Um, but the character he's playing here would absolutely do a three-way. 110%. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I like that we've decided that okay. this is not a point of contention. <laughs> <laughs> we figured out which 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 Disney Channel original movie would totally do a threesome. Oh, this guy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmo Cola. I would like any... to put on. <laughs> With bubble people or real people? <laughs> Both. <laughs> he doesn't have a preference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, and I do want to say, so we always talk about family, and while I do firmly believe that they are now his gay dads, um, <laughs> they do a lot of uh, good just familial, like, male bonding and uh, uh, vulnerability. Every mm-hmm. single one of them has a vulnerable moment at any point, and they all, like, comfort each other. Like, I know um, Michael is Tommy's older cousin, but, like, he, like, openly hugs him all the time and, like, goes to comfort mm-hmm. him and puts his arm around him and, like, tells him it's okay to be sad. And, like, they have, like, really good heart-to-hearts. And it's not, like, I mean, heart-to-hearts in general don't, or usually, I would say, don't have, like, toxic masculinity attached to it. But, like, these were just so good and so open and there was never like any shame about having feelings. It was so good. I was very impressed. I I feel like after horse sense, he did kind of take on more of like a a father role with him for sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe not gay father, maybe gay father. Um, But I know they like, they did have like a whole thing about the father and I know they built a tree house in there that was like Andrew Lawrence and his dad were making. And then in the end, Joey Lawrence and Andrew make it together. Mm-hmm. So I think he definitely did take on more of like a father role for him after that movie. I love that. You know, I mean, I, I really I like what you just said, Andy and, and Chris, you as well about the family. And, you know, it, it's something that I was thinking about recently in the last several movies that we've seen. We've seen family being different. I mean, not to say that's one of the first things that we talk about with the decoms is that it's not always one mom, one dad, one sister, one brother. Like, family is made up of several different ways, and there are lots of ways to be a family, and Disney does that well. Um, I think that as we go out of the 90s through 2000 and into a little bit later now, because we're starting to, to pick up some steam, and there are less movies per year, so we're doing we're going to kind of blaze on through these years here. It, it, we really start to see different forms of family and, and being vulnerable and, and caring about people with different familial relations than just like mom or dad Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, anyway does anyone else have any other kind of uh stray observations it's not on the list of feminism no one here is surprised (laughs) (laughs) so we've got gay we've got lots of fashion we've got family we've got gay (laughs) yes we Uh, do 
Who's got the gay? Uh, We've got the gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Let's see. Mm. We have some pirates, but I feel like there was a lot less pirate hijinks than I expected there to be. Oh, well, this isn't the fun kind of pirate, right? This yeah. is the scary modern day pirate. No one mm-hmm. likes that. So I, no eye patches. That is something that I I forgot about until just now so when I was first watching the movie before I realized it was a love story about gay dads um, <laughs> I was concerned that Jake Captain Jake was actually a con artist because I thought he was going to be working with the pirates the way he was able to like outmaneuver them and then was like I'll drop you off on this island and be right back for you I was like oh, this is a trap um, he defo works with the pirates because I was also like, that's why he knows about them. He's like, these aren't the kind of pirates that take hostages. You got to be careful. And like he knew how to like outmaneuver them and how to like look out for them. And I was like, oh, he definitely knows these guys. And then I thought like he was either going to like really sink his ship or it was going to be like a hidden ship so he could like work with them and then hand them over to the pirates or something before like he realized he was wrong slash in love with uh michael and then they would (laughs) ride off into the sunset together on the boat that was his dad's i mean maybe if this movie came on lifetime but this one came on disney channel so they still had pirates that were straight up gonna shoot some kids so very (laughs) true so I was like, I fully prepared because like the way he was like super charming to Tommy and not to uh, Michael, I was like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. And like he knew enough about the pirates and the fact that like he kind of did run a scam job on him by like renting out his charter as a as a yacht and then being like, surprise, suckers, you're on a falling apart fishing boat. Like, I thought this was all going to be part of a scam. And then I was really glad it wasn't, because then once I saw that they were in love, I was like, oh, no, he can't be betrayed like this. And he was not, and all was well. (laughs) But I was very concerned for a little bit. You know, I love an enemies to lovers. (laughs) A tale as old as time. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll need to find it, slash, um, if you're listening to this in the future on the podcast, Hello Future. Um, I might put it as the song transition, but there is a song when they're all together, um, like learning to like hunt and fend for themselves and they're like becoming a family unit. That song's like, all the boys or something like that. Like it's very like, we're boys, we do the thing, boys. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is an odd track to put here, but all right. I was like, we really want to emphasize they just really wanted to emphasize that they were boys. <laughs> you don't have a theme song when you hang out with your boys? <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. I do sing at them, and one is sleeping behind my microphone. Again, hello, Ooh. sir. Oh. Is, is Buddy. Oh, making noises into the microphone. <laughs> the honorary members of the podcast. Mm-hmm. What else? Anything else? I really feel like that's kind of it. I think that's it. Yeah. That's all I have. I'm just I'm so happy that there's like a gay love story. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to rate this. Hmm. Okay, so originally I had it pretty low because it's not my fave. It's not even like top 10 of the 30 something that we've we've done at this point to me. Mm-hmm. But also I'm supposed to rate it in an, around itself. I think that it could have done a better job of not just being the same story a second time. But I also really like Captain Jake, 
so. <laughs> and now they're gay, so that helps. <laughs> <right>. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give this a 5 out of 10, right down the middle, pairs of cargo shorts that that man would never own. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's I think that's fair. Um uh, I agree with you. I was I was going to give this a, a lower score too originally just because Well, Chris, I think it's also because like this is one of those that you and I watched in the middle of the night constantly. Yeah. And yeah. it's just also like I'm shocked that we did not realize that this was a sequel. Yeah, Aaron sent a group chat to all of us saying like, hey, did you know this was a sequel before I'd watched it? And I was genuinely confused. I was like, nah, Aaron's messing with us. What? And then I was like, oh, no. But oh, no. (laughs) I was like, it's either Horse Ends 2 or Wolf is back. And we just don't know about it. (laughs) Maybe both, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it was it was very much a copy paste of the first one, just with more like island type hijinks to it, and gay love story. <laughs> yeah, I love a gay love story. The gay love story definitely brings it up a notch. Um, talking about it today, I feel like I like it more than I when I watched it. I'm like, no, I think yeah. I, I think more highly of it after we just talked about it. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna give it a. Six out of ten, uh, yellow do rags. <laughs> I'm never gonna love this now. Am I? <laughs> I have a uh, just a thought about the yellow do rags, real quick. I bet that they specifically chose that because it's not gang affiliated in any way. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Well, and it's but it's it's a T-shirt that he's wearing that he right. then. But if he's trolling I mean, around the beach with a I, blue right, but if it was red or blue, yeah. 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 So how did, how did you feel about this movie, Aaron? Okay, so this is going to be unpopular. I think that now that they're doing less movies per year, the production value, I feel like, is a lot better on this than some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Fair. Mm, I think true. that this movie with... A few minor tweaks could be something that, like, you would go and see in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that they brought in big name stars and they took the time to, they put some effort into it. Mm-hmm. Not the script writing, but the rest <laughs> of it, yes. I, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10 multi-ethnic gang of pirates. What? seven so i dig it and i am along the same factor so when i listened to horse sense again i think dakota and i both gave them tens and i think aaron and chris gave them like an eight or a nine around those areas so it was a very highly rated movie and i said it at the time and i still like agree with it but i said i gave it a 10 because i couldn't think of a reason not to give it a 10 like the production and acting was great um, plot was good, but honestly, I just didn't love the movie. Um, I so I like if I could re-rate that, I would probably re-rate that like a seven or an eight. And Jumping Ship, I have watched twice, and I would rate it like an eight or a nine. I loved this movie, but also I had a very specific uh, a plot in my head. 
But when I re- <laughs> but <laughs> I watched it back with that same idea in mind, and it was it checked out. It was all right. <laughs> I didn't have to do much additives. So you know, I think I'm gonna give this one an eight, and I'm gonna give it eight uh, two hundred dollar shirts that are now one hundred dollar shirts. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, now I feel like did I rate it too low? Like a five out of ten? <laughs> hey, you you gotta live but your I truth. Absolutely. I didn't enjoy it. I mean, I did though. But I prefer horse scent. <laughs> Except yeah. now it has it has my favorite and the hottest Lawrence. Arguably. <laughs> and he looks very hot all the time in the movie. Yes, he did. So that Absolutely. is a point. Okay, plus one for hotness. Okay, I'm gonna go six out of ten. <laughs> all right, so it's six six. Seven eight is that right? Okay, yeah. 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 Okay, that's twenty seven divided by four. Six point seven five rounded up to a seven for jumping ship today. Okay, now see, I think that's too high. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna stick with it. It's fine. Yeah, are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, it's good. We're good. <laughs> Can you give me a five point five? Like, what does that come out to be? <laughs> Don't break the rules. I would like to point out that Dakota is very anti-horse movie. And very pro, like, <laughs> island, beachy. Beach movie? That's true. <laughs> right. but and, and that's why I'm having, like, a crisis. Okay, you're right. Okay. Six out of ten because it's on the beach and he's hot. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Okay. So six, six, seven, eight. That's, yep. Average of seven for jumping ship. Seven out of ten. Okay. All right. Seven out of ten jumping ship. All right, well, look, I learned a lot. <laughs> this was a good one. Um, uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed this and stuck around with us while we, that was a wild ride. Um, join us in two weeks when we review, what's next, Annie? Oh, geez, I just had it. Hold on, let me look. Uh, <laughs> the poof point. Woo. Woo. I don't know what that is, so yay. <laughs> All right, so join us in two weeks. When we review the poof point. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.